Well, my this is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Nicole Magic. Nicole, are you ready to do this? I am so ready to do this, George. Let's do it. Let's go. Nicole is an empowerment alchemist. She's helping people to become fearlessly authentic by permanently eliminating self-sabotaging beliefs. Nicole, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, why you do what you do. Well, I used to be a chemist. And I almost died from mercury poisoning. So I transitioned out of chemistry. And then I became a financial advisor for a handful of years, um, working with people and money. Instead of solving problems with molecules, I solved problems with money. Um, all along the way, too, since 2008, I've been um, in the empowerment angle of things with helping people um, with my business. So I've had my business for over 14 years. I'm a mom of four, Air Force mom. My son actually is going to be graduating, getting his beret next month. So amazing. Times. Yeah. Congratulations. So a chemist to a financial advisor and and now an empowerment alchemist. That is a that's that's a very logical straight line, Nicole. <laughs> Well, you know what they say. Uh, if you ever saw that chart on entrepreneurialism, that's more like my life too. All yeah. over the place, but it all ties together at some point. No, for sure. For sure. Mm -hmm. So self-stop, self-sabotaging, limiting beliefs. Do we all have them? Everybody has them. Just depends what degree you have them. And so, we're we're where do they come from? Ooh, they come from a variety of different places, but most of our limiting beliefs come from the first seven years of our lives. So whoever we're around, whatever we're absorbing, because we're kind of in that, in that space, uh, it's more of a hypnotic space where we're learning how to be. So we watch our parents, we absorb what they do, hear what they say, um, and we take it on, whether it's subconscious, most of the time it is subconscious. And also they're just propagating down what their parents did and, and their parents' parents. So it just comes down. We also get it from our teachers because they're authority figures. So when we're young, we're looking to that person that they know everything. And um, sometimes those beliefs can get passed down in that sense as well. And then uh, again, whoever we're hanging around throughout our lives, we absorb what they're thinking, and then we also assign meaning to different situations. And we formulate our own beliefs based on that. I think it's I think it's fascinating. Um, it's it's bad news and 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 good news if if your parents did an awesome job and you were raised in a supportive environment where the relationships were great and they handled money correctly and and so on and so forth, then you're all dialed in. But for the rest of us, we have a little bit of work to do, right? There's always work to do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I how much if any, do you think is, is actually downloaded via just DNA? Like, do we, do we actually pass beliefs on that way? Or is it by the nature or behaviors that, 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 that we're exposed to? Oh, that's a great question because epigenetics plays a huge role in everything about us. Right. And 
what we're thinking, what we're feeling creates our reality. So it is encoded in our DNA and it gets passed down, especially epigenetically, that energetic part of the DNA coding, right? Because our thoughts and our feelings create the behaviors that create our reality. So you have to look at both the energetics as well as the physical part of the DNA. Dr. Bruce Lipton uh, really does a great job with that, um, with the epigenetics and the biology of belief, especially if you're into the scientific side, like I am. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it's I think it's fascinating. I mean, it's it's really, really. I think it's really, really important to be cognizant and to be exploring what our beliefs are. Now, whether or not I need to understand the actual how and why, like epigenetics and this, whatever it might be, go for it. But just know that you have these beliefs that are influencing pretty much everything in 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 your life. And so I think it's more it's like a buyer beware. If you're not paying attention to this stuff, you can think about all the all the positive thinking out there and set all these great habits or try to create great great create great habits but you're really handicapping yourself if you're not digging into these underlying beliefs absolutely and it's so liberating when you tap into that and you start to do the work because first you're going to meet that resistance right and then and then a lot of times people move into resisting the resistance mm. <laughs> <laughs> you think that you're moving in that positive direction because your mind is so focused on that but you end up resisting the resistance and instead of just surrendering to the flow when you get to that point where you surrender to the flow all the magic opens up and then once you experience that this whole thing is an experiential um, heavyweight factor, right? Uh, when you experience that, it clicks. And then you realize, oh, I can keep going. And then the layers that get peeled back, there's a point that you get to, and it's not so quote unquote hard anymore. It becomes fun and a game and almost like, oh, you little bugger, where did you come from? I get to get rid of you now. Yeah, it's like whack-a-mole, right? Yeah, <laughs> it feels like that for a while. Sometimes you get tired, but it's it's so worth it. So, if if we can use um, maybe an example of if I have a limiting belief just about personal finance, if I think if I really think I'm not good at money, how 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 does that resistance show up? Uh, okay. So that resistance can show up in a variety of different ways based on what your money personality is. I talk about this in my five day money, um, challenge or, you know, game changer. And depending on how, what your money personality is depends on your beliefs around money. Right. So somebody who's an extreme saver will have the belief that there's never enough money, no matter how much they could be sitting on a pile of money like Scrooge McDuck. And there's not enough, not enough, not enough, not enough. And they can 
disrupt their health, their relationships in this way of thinking, just as somebody who is a crazy spender of money, right? They just can't hold on to it. The person who like, what was the old saying? Money burns a hole in their pocket. Mm. <laughs> and they there's certain people that it's buy now, figure it out later. And that can disrupt their relationships and also create a lot of debts and then a lot of anxiety and depression around that. So it, everything just, you know, escalates. And when you get into, you know, these certain beliefs, let's say we carry them for decades and decades and decades. I actually had a participant in one of my classes that he ended up messaging me and saying, Nicole, I, I thought that I was, you know, too old to change the way that I thought about money. And now that I did, he actually had a, a great instance. And this happened, this stuff happens all the time when people take my classes. He said, Oh, I have a certain technique that I teach on the fourth day. And he went back and he was thinking about it. And he said he was at the gas station. And at the gas station, a woman came up to him and said, Hey, you know, I have this receipt to cash in. Do you want it? I'm leaving town or I'm leaving state. Hmm. So he was like, yeah, sure. And he grabbed it and he said it was a dollar 31. He looked at it a dollar 31. And then he was like, I heard you in my head talking about your technique. And I was like, it's a dollar 31. And he turned it around. And then he said, 20 minutes later, he got a phone call out of the clear blue offering him $10,000 to do something that he absolutely loved. Mm -hmm. So they're following up with that. And then after that, he went home and he realized he was sitting on the ability to turn a bunch of junk that he had into a ton of money, tens of thousands of dollars. And then um, after that, he ended up looking at something a completely entirely different way and that was another $70,000, all within 24 hours of changing the way that he thought about money. It's crazy. It is. So that's the idea of surrendering to the flow. Yes. So recognizing, going back, I think that those are really, really great examples. I'm, I'm an extreme saver. So I've just got all this cash, but I'm resistant to invest the money because just of of my wiring so when i recognize my belief is money is scarce uh that 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 i'm gonna lose money if i invest i just need to hold on to it once i start to take little pieces of that and make investments that's when the, uh, the, the that's when i'll i'll be more fully rewarded yeah this is this is where um when I used to be a financial advisor, I was really good with connecting with people and their personalities and their beliefs and all of that and addressing those things. Because sometimes people need an education. Sometimes people need to see something a different way. And I was good at recognizing that that people would leave saying, oh, my God, I, I totally understand now and I feel safe. And, you know, there's three things that people need to feel fulfilled in their life. And when you can tap into that and when you can bring that out in somebody else, the whole transformation happens, right? So that's safety and security. 
acceptance and love and to feel empowered and be empowered. So those things, when you, when you tap into that and when you can bring it out in somebody else, no matter what you do, you're going to create an impact. And that's why I do what I do. Circling back to that is I really believe that everyone can live a life that is completely fulfilled with miraculous manifestations of wealth in all ways. I love it. The possibility of that and the reality that, that it can and does happen all the time, uh, I think hopefully is a motivator for more people to, to, to approach this work. So somebody says, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm game. I'll, I'll, I'll start exploring this. How do I start to, to root around and, and find my limiting beliefs? Start paying attention to how you think and how you speak to yourself and others. If somebody says something and you react in your head, it may not come out of your mouth, but what is it that you're saying? Anything that comes across as negative, pay attention to it, write it down and ask yourself, where does it come from? Really get into where it comes from. That's the fun part is a lot of times people think that they need one thing. And when you get into where certain things come from, it's an entirely different scenario that's so easy to pluck out and then it ripple effects across your life. And safe to say that, that it comes from some experience during that zero to seven year period of, of my age. Yeah. So a lot of the beliefs that you hold come from that. So think about if you look back at your first, even your first decade of your life, right? What is it that you saw? What is it that you heard? Did your parents fight about money? Was mom or dad a super spender? Or don't tell your father that, oh, you know, I bought this. I've Mm. had a client that was like, my mom always, you know, we had to keep everything a secret because mom would spend money and dad was the saver. And if you think about the tension that that created, what does that look like in your life? Because you might see that you have spender tendencies in one situation and then oscillate right back to that saver or feeling guilty and and feeling like you have to save 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 and it creates this tension within your own life within your own mind it's fascinating so anytime i have negative thoughts or i'm saying something negative about really anything that's that's a key or it's it's evidence that i potentially have some kind of a limiting belief about that thing and that's across every aspect of life. It's relationships, it's probably politics, it's how I handle money and all of it. Right. Where are you not being authentic or where are you being judgmental? Because a lot of times we're projecting different things out. And when we project out, we have to take a look at if you see something in someone else, you see it in yourself, but you're just projecting it. So if you're looking at somebody else saying, you know, oh my God, how did that person leave the house looking like that, Hmm. right? That's a judgment on somebody (laughs) and their looks or what they're wearing or whatever. But where are you critical about yourself and how you look and those types of things? So um, your judgments can come from being the same or being completely opposite, which, you know, according to Kabbalion is 
uh, opposites are the same. They're just a different degree. Hmm. That's so funny. I mean, I, 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 this is something I think about. And I mean, that comment, right? How could that person leave the house looking that way? It's such a, such little throwaway things that, that kind of go through our head all the time. But if we want, really wanted to trace that back and, you know, put our, get our magnifying glass out and, 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 and start investigating, I think that that's definitely worth doing and probably help me not be such a judgmental jerk. Also, Nicole, yeah. that'd probably be helpful. I mean, and where where is it that you're you're trying to please everybody else that you can't be yourself, right? Because you should just be able to throw something on and and go out and not care about what other people think. And I imagine sometimes we have breakthroughs and it's super fast, like the gentleman that you talked about earlier who found all this money. But then sometimes it takes longer. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, everybody's uh, unique and has their own situation and, and whatever it is that's going on. And sometimes, again, the resistance comes up and depending on how many beliefs and how rooted they are and, you know, whatever uh, deepness that they that they are locked in at, sometimes it's easy to flip that switch. And other times you really need to go more into the subconscious and, and create that um, opening to release that. And that's really crafting that belief. That's one of the things that I take people through in, the, in those five days is really how to understand crafting that belief, unlocking that one, crafting the new one to put in there. And it's, it's a self-discovery process. So if you're averse to accepting more about yourself and exploring more about yourself and being open to yourself, I just say, get real, get raw and realign. What is it that you want in life? Because you're not going to get there unless you understand who you are. Because what you want has to be in alignment with who you are at that subconscious level. And your values. I love it. And we BS ourselves or we shortchange ourselves. We're just not honest. That's just the only way you're ever going to get what you actually want is to be honest with what you actually want. So you need to get real, get raw, and then realign. Powerful, Nicole. Yes. I love it. Can I give what you are lacking? Hmm. Love it. Well, Nicole, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you and how can they engage with you and your work? People can follow me on social, uh, either under Nicole Magic or Magic LLC, which is spelled M-A-J-I-K, like my last name. And uh, you can follow me on my website, which has all of the things that are coming up as well at MagicLLC.com. Excellent. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Nicole your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Find Nicole on social media. It's N-I-C-O-L-E-M-A-J-I-K and go to magicllc.com, M-A-J-I-K-L-L-C.com. We'll certainly list all those in the notes of the show. Thanks again, Nicole. Thank you, George. And until next time, remember, do your part by doing your best.